the Second World War and hear Nostradamus's words on the London Blitz, or at least, if not on the Blitz, on saturation bombing. There will be loosed living fire from the sky, and death hidden in globes, horrible, frightful. By night, hostile forces will reduce the city to powder. The fact that it is already on fire being favorable to the enemy. Is that a reference to incendiary bombs? And what about Hitler's submarine packs in the North Atlantic, when the Nazis were hunting down Allied convoys? There, where the Germans thought to breed famine, from there will come supplies. Presumably from America, though Nostradamus doesn't name the nation. While all the time, the eye of the sea watches like a greedy dog. Surely, the eye of the sea refers to the periscopes of Hitler's submarines. Those in the islands long besieged will take vigorous measures against their enemies. It is those outside who will die of hunger. So great a hunger as there has never been seen before. Who was this extraordinary man who could prophesy into the future? And how did his life reflect upon his prophetic art? My father was Jacques de Nostradam, and my mother was René de Saint-Rémy, both of Jewish extraction. And I was born in Saint-Rémy at midnight on the 14th of December, 1503. But as my parents had changed their religion before my birth, I was not circumcised according to the law of Moses. But like my parents, I was baptized according to the Christian rite. The Lord of Heaven be praised for it. Nostradamus was given the name of the Archangel Michael, which, after all, was a name acceptable to both synagogue and the Church of Rome. So, all his life, Nostradamus professed his faith in Christ. But inside his heart, he was still a Jew, and he continually found strength and inspiration in his Hebrew inheritance. In my youth, I was tutored in the sciences by my grandfather, Jean de Saint-Rémy. Indeed, I went to dwell in his house where he taught me Greek, Latin, Hebrew, and the humanities, and allowed me to assist in the preparation of medicines, the gathering of herbs, and the making of sweet-smelling unguents. He instructed me also in the use of the astrolab. For even then, I had a great passion to comprehend the stars in their divine courses. Thus I learned to pluck herbs under their right aspects, and came to understand how the heavens wield their starry influence on us poor mortals. Soon after this, his grandfather died, and Nostradamus's father, Jacques, decided that his son should be trained as a physician. Jacques did this for two reasons. Firstly, because Michael was obviously extremely intelligent, and secondly, because Jacques was frightened that Louis XII, the then King of France, was about to penalize all converted Jews, so Jacques was determined to make his son rich and respectable as quickly as possible. So Nostradamus went to Montpellier, the best school of medicine in France. Three years later he left, having received his physician's license from the hands of the Bishop of Montpellier himself. Officially, Nostradamus's student days were over, but unlike many of his fellow physicians, he remained a student in his soul for the rest of his life. 
but scarcely had he left the university when the terror of the Middle Ages descended on Montpellier in the form of the pestilence. Yes, the plague brought with it the stench of thousands dying, the buzz of innumerable flies, the rotting of limbs, and the need of a physician. So on the instant I clad myself in a shirt soaked with magical juices and stained with seven different colored powders, and over this I placed a leather tunic which was impervious to the passage of the tainted air. Then, with darkened spectacles upon my nose, a sponge tied over my nostrils, a sprig of garlic in my mouth, I sallied forth into the infected street and the plague-stricken houses. And every which way that I passed, I sprinkled a magical powder of my own making, above the piteous heads of those already gripped in the fearful pincers of this pestilence. And my powder...